Ooze Out Music proudly presents Sounds on Vinyl, the show that celebrates collecting and listening to vinyl. And now here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Oh, we are having a hell of a fucking good time here already, man. We were sitting there talking about how shitty Motley Crue is these days. And then we're like, well, we're not talking about Motley Crue today. So uh, welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show. My name is Phil Boyer. And as always... From the land of the Vikings is my brother from another mother, Mr. Mike Svensson. Mike, how the hell is it going over there where the vinyl is all made of Motley Crue bones or whatever? I don't know. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, man. The... It's it's so much fun to get together with this dude, man. I mean, Phil yeah. Boyer, he's a fucking legend. You, you all should take notice <laughs> right now. You should listen to him. Nothing past 1994 will pass his fucking heart, man, when it comes to music. 94. 94. 92, mm. maybe. 90. 90. 90 is sort there of that, that iffy line right there. It's, <laughs> it's sort of that crossover between 80, 89 and 90. There's some, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of iffy right there. Yeah. yeah, fuck the nineties. Fuck the nineties, right there. Uh, we'll be talking about the nineties down the road. Yeah, we, we, right now we're still stuck in in the sixties. Right? Yeah, in the sixties, man. We're donning our hippie clothes. It's the free love. It's it's protests. It's we're having a fucking good time, right? We are. That's what it's all about. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, what the hell are we doing? So you know th- the music in the sixties now. Obviously, we're, we're we're old fuckers, but we're not that old. We weren't around in the '60s, so that kind of era of music isn't really, you know, we're not as familiar with a lot of that music. No, you know? but <clears throat> um, it was so influential to the stuff that we listen to today, and it was so eclectic. We keep saying how eclectic the music was back in the '60s. You had twenty-seven thousand different kinds of rock and roll and that's before they started even like it was all just considered rock it's not like metal where you've got death metal you got goth metal you got industrial metal you got mega death metal um you know you got all this other crap right Mm -hmm. so you know i thought maybe we take a little trip down some of these different types of of rock um can't really call it metal yet we did a show on that i mean you can if you want Mm -hmm. but um you know let's start talking about like bands like the doors and deep purple yeah. very keyboard heavy very you know not quite psychedelic i mean maybe a little bit because i mean that's how shit was back then everybody yeah. was on lsd and tripping and writing some weird shit and everything so yeah uh the doors good yeah. band shitty band overrated not I, rated high enough i i i I just love the Doors. I mean, there is something there. <laughs> there, I mean, fuck me. I mean, Jim Morrison. What a what a front guy. That I mean, singer, poet, whatever you want to call him. I I just dig the the fact that that when when I uh, heard an interview with Ray Manzarek, who who plays the, the the organ, he said that Jim didn't even want to be a rock star. I mean, people made him into this big persona, a fucking icon. He just wanted to mm-hmm. write poetry and 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 uh, to some extent do some music because Ray said, "Man, you got some great poetry. Let me let me see what I can do with this." And and he he put himself with uh, at the organ and started playing, and and Jim just read his poetry out loud, and that became the Doors. 
I mean, if you if you if you read Jim's lyrics or or po poems, it's it's man, it's so fucking out there, and and it's <laughs> yeah. and it yeah, but it but it it was the sixties, man. Everybody was tripping and doing some weird shit, and 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 the Doors came with with their first album, and it's it's my god. That's something else because I mm -hmm. I really dig the Doors. There there is something there. How about you? Yeah, I well I I used to have this friend back in high school, and he mm -hmm. was like the hugest Doors fan. And he's like, dude, you got to listen to the Doors. I'm like, no, man, no, I fuck the Doors because at that time, it was that shitty ass "Light My Fire" song mm -hmm. that was so big, and I'm like, that song sucks. And then I heard Riders on the Storm. Mm. And then I was I, I'm sold. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in on the doors. And and you listen to that older stuff and it's just so amazing. The yeah. keyboards, just yeah. everything. It's just so <clears throat> fucking incredible. And like you said, the songwriting is just so out there and it just so you know, I, I don't know what how you'd classify it meaningful. I mean, I, I feel like this guy just, you know, He's on so many drugs, and he just like the words just flew through him onto this yeah. into his notebook, and yeah. it was just uh, you could say it's from the heart, you could say it's from the drugs, whatever, a little bit of both, but it just it's so it's so like writers on the storm. Yeah. Think about that. Just yeah, that that I know. line. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. It is, it is, and 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 speaking about th that that first album that I mentioned, I mean, light my fire. Th that that's like, uh, I'm the 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 least popular. Uh, I mean, a popular. Uh, I mean, least good song on that album. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's there's nothing there. I mean, talk about break on through to the other side. You got like, what else you got? The like, crystal ship. Uh, uh, oh my God! Backdoor Man. Oh, and the end. Mm. God damn! Oh, that's the end. A song. Yeah, the end. Yeah. Holy shit! Trippy I mean, shit, man. It's yeah, just, it is. It's good it, stuff. It it's good stuff. Yeah, makes me want to go get some LSD and <laughs> you know maybe we ought to hit the pause. We'll, we'll go. We'll drop some acid and then we'll come back and finish the <laughs> show while we have the doors on in the background. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to, I mean, light my fire was a big hit for the band. There's no doubt in in that. But if you listen to light my fire and you think that, whoa, this is the Doors and only that song, then I mean, no, no. And, and that's and that's what I did, and that's what I didn't understand because I wasn't no. as familiar with some of that older stuff at that point, yeah. right? And so when, once you hear that, you know that that stuff that we just mentioned it's like fucking hell that's, yeah you, you can't you can't not like the doors and even if you're not a fan of that music per se you got to respect what those motherfuckers put out yeah it was just, i know right it was pretty it's pretty awesome it, it's but it's, yeah well i yeah. mean to and then and then you switch gears man you go from the doors to somebody like deep purple same era mm -hmm. right yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah same keyboard heavy sound completely different music though. yeah really i know it's, right i'm going on on the limb here i i think it has to do with that that the doors didn't actually have a bass player they didn't have that guy in the corner 
chunking out the bass chords uh along along with 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 the organ like the purple they had a bass player and they had John Lord playing mm-hmm. the organ and i think that made it all so much heavier if you know what i mean right and and when you think about that and and what the doors did yeah with with just having you know with with what they did with the the keys on that it's it just you know with what Ray Manzarek did I mean, he sort of did both almost like a rhythm guitar and bass guitar. Yeah. Plus <laughs> the keys all yeah, together. Yeah. 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 The yeah, way yeah. he played. And yeah. it was, it was kind of really cool the way, I don't know. I don't think he gets enough credit. <clears throat> no. You know, uh, not at all. You I know. know. I mean, I th- John Lord, I mean, yeah. When you think of, of that kind of sound, right? Mm hmm. You got it. You think of John Lord as yeah, the master? Yeah, of course. Right. Of he course. is the he is the Lord. Yeah, the yeah. Lord of yeah. The, but it's just, <laughs> just I don't know. Deep Purple was your right. It's that that bass yeah. that made it seem heavier and yeah. more more hard rock. Yeah, and I am bass drumming. It's it's much much more heavy in his. Mm-hmm. I mean, his backbone into the whole beat section, the whole rhythm section that. That he went on with, like with with the drumming. I used to be a mm-hmm. drummer, so I looked up to to Iron Pace quite a lot. So I think that's a different. I mean, uh, John Densmore from the Doors is more like a, a jazz player, kind of mm-hmm. fiddling in the background and and doing that. And 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 then you got <laughs> yeah. Pace doing those big drums, and it's bombastic and it sounds incredible. So uh, mm-hmm. two difference, but 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 still, I mean, two epic bands, man. But that's what was great about that time is you, yeah. you could have two very different bands like that, but mm-hmm. they're still both in the same category. And chances are, you're probably gonna like both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and pretty much every band that you're gonna we're gonna talk about today, you're probably even though they're they're very very different sounds, you're probably gonna like all of them, mm-hmm. at least one or two songs, mm-hmm. right? I agree. So, yeah. So talking about like dropping some acid, man. Let's mm-hmm. we got to talk about the psychedelic bands like Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, they're 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 so you know, drugs were such an influence on them. They changed their name seventeen times. Yeah. I know they couldn't figure out what their name was. No, <clears throat> I re- once they got <clears throat> once they got out of the the seventies, man, it was like okay, yeah, <laughs> no more, no more with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they were all like, "We survived this shit. Holy crap, we're still yeah. here." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember hearing uh, uh, an interview with, with a singer from Jefferson Airplane, Grace Lake, and they went on tour with the Doors. And they were dropping dropping acid and, and doing all this crazy shit. And then then they went on tour with with, with the Doors and, and Gracie said, uh, we had nothing. We had nothing compared to Jim. I mean, that <laughs> guy, he could swallow everything and was still standing. If we she mentioned that that they then went into to one of those clubs where where they played and and people were handing out all different types of of shit so, so and she said uh, w- w- very vividly 
disappointing with arms. Okay, I took a bit, took a hit here from 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 that butt here, and took some pills, and <laughs> and and uh, saying thank you, put something in the pocket, and and moving forward. And uh, there are all these kids with uh, bell bell buttons and bongs and everything. And um and Jim, he took everything that would offer to him at the spot. Every everything. I mean, if I would do it as she said, I would die instantly. Not Jim. He took a hit. He took some pills and he, he, he took some vodka and he took some, I mean, whiskey and and there everything, everything that was offered to him throughout like this club or whatever. He he took it on the spot, and and then they know they knew that. I mean, it's on a completely different level. So. That was the '60s and the Doors and Jim Morrison for you, right there. Yeah, and and you know what's interesting is when you think about the massive drug and alcohol use in the '60s, mm-hmm. and you look at the music at at during that decade, and 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 even into the '70s through to, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. you you look at like I feel like the music was more true. If you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, compared to what it is today. I think a lot of music is just created um, to sell and not for the, the sake of creating good music or music that comes from within. And and I think that the, the drugs, I mean, you look at a band like Aerosmith, arguably they were at their best when they were, you know, high and, and just whacked out on drugs and booze. Mm-hmm. Right. That That's when they did their best music. Mm. So, you know, you could argue Love in an Elevator is just as good as Dream On. You could argue that, but you'd be wrong. Um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that You're poppy wrong. shit that they're doing, you know, what the fuck is yeah. that crap? But <laughs> I don't know. You look at, at Kings and Queens and Guillotines, I mean, come on. It, yeah. It's that, that drug use. And, you know, we, we talked about Iron Butterfly and how... Their their most famous song, Inagata De Vida, yeah. was written by this guy just going on this bender where yeah. he just like played tried to compete with Jim Morrison, it yeah, sounds like. I know. And he just wrote this trippy fucking song and he couldn't even present it right to the rest of the band. He couldn't even talk. Right? It's spoke the song title is actually in the Garden of Eden as the rumor as the story goes. But he he could only get out of Inagata De Vida. That's <laughs> Right, he could. He slurred it so bad, and that became the title of the song. Yeah, and and that actually became the lyric. So I I think also also I, I mean those bands they were allowed to ex- experiment with, with their music because they, they're finding stuff out as they as they went along with, with like the roots from like the blues and and the soul music and 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 so forth. So so I think that that's. Also, one of the biggest game changers, if you compare it to, to new music today. I mean, if you if you try to write a song, everybody has already done that song today. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right. back back in like sixty seven or sixty eight, when those bands were at their heights, nobody had heard shit like like this before. I mean, right. uh, you you could sense that the Doors came from like the blues and so forth, because they did some covers with Willie Dixon and so forth. But but when you listen to Jefferson Airplane, that that's a completely different ball game, ball game right there. And e- even mm-hmm. with Aaron Butterfly, 
I mean, they were still trying to figure figure stuff out with, with the roots being right in there. But nobody said, hey, this is like too commercial. This is like too – because nobody knew. Nobody cared. It was all about the music, <laughs> man. Everybody was, was all fucking high. <laughs> Everybody cared. was fucked up anyway. <laughs> okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but, everybody was fucked up. They, the, the the labels knew they could sell anything because yeah. everybody was just too fucked up. Yeah, but you know what I mean. If if we're going back yeah, yeah. back to the, like the, the the, I mean to the to the nitty gritty stuff that that made this band so big. It, it was like they came out with something completely different and completely new and they evolved from from like the Beatles and the Stones and then you got this other band coming up on the scene. It's Deep Purple and then you got the Doors and, and, and whatnot. So and and yeah and even even bigger and strange stranger stuff like Pink Floyd. I mean damn. Yeah, what's your take on Pink Floyd? Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. <clears throat> Uh, ooh, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, I have to say thumbs up, but okay, not thumbs up when it only comes to the music. I I would say thumbs up when it comes to the creative creative stuff. I mean, I I I do play music a bit myself and and write some. Some lyrics and stuff. Well, you I'm know what? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've only been doing this shit for like twenty years, twenty years, years or something whatever. like that. Just, a, so, just a little <clears> bit. You know? So it, it's like this for me. I, I, I'm torn in half. I mean, one half says I'm, I'm just a fan, listen to music. I'm playing my vinyl records and I'm a happy camper. And then I got the other side, which is like uh, writing and and recording and music myself. As a musician, and I have to respect Pink Floyd, because I mean the stuff that they've done. It's I don't get it always. <laughs> I, don't, I mean there is stuff that is totally out there, and I don't get it at all. But David Gilmour, what a guitar player! Roger Waters. Mm. I mean it's it's. I mean, you gotta respect it. You got to respect. As a musician, you have mm -hmm. to respect those. I mean, I I don't have to agree, but but I respect them. Right. Yeah. I mean, the the thing for me is, you you hear Pink Floyd, and and there's two things that come to mind. It's the wall, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and and it's the dark side of the moon, mm -hmm. and I'm like that's I don't want to call it garbage but when when you listen to their debut record I feel like their debut record was it, it's like the Beatles on LSD really you know <laughs> and and it, it's like if the Beatles took LSD which I don't know they may have and that maybe that was where the white album came from I don't know but um I I feel like that music was that's something that I can put on and enjoy this dark side of the moon crap i don't know why everybody loves some you guys listening tell me why that is such a great record because i don't i've tried listening to it and i can't get through it i just can't i i don't i mean maybe it's just too out there for me like you said you don't get the music i i don't either um 
And it's a lot like that first David Bowie record, you know. I, I just don't, I don't get that thing either. What the fuck was he trying to do? <laughs> you know, I just and I I don't know. I guess if I don't get something, I can't listen to it. I don't no. get enjoyment out of it. But like you said, the musicianship is is definitely there. Yeah. You can hear the, you can hear the musicianship, but I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes the these bands come out and they do this stuff and people feel obligated to like it because they don't understand it and they don't mm. want to seem stupid. I don't know. But <clears throat> but isn't isn't it like like uh, I mean the beauty of it that that you don't have to get everything. I mean that yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean the yeah. there I mean if we can go like into talk about like the nitty gritty stuff from when we were hitting it big in, in, in the eighties with all the, the the bands that we grew up with, and people will say, "What the fuck? How how can you listen to do that? I mean, Metallic, what the fuck is wrong with you? How, how can you say that Kill 'Em All is a great album?" And so people are divided, but it, that's that's the beauty of it. You don't have to get everything. You just have to respect that people like different stuff, and and it's right. all about the music history. And that's what thrills me all the time. I, I I go to record fairs. I talk to people that that collect like the Beatles or Elvis or or Pink Floyd, and we get the same gene, the same collector gene, the same discovering music. But but we can talk about as long as we don't talk about the 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 music per se with what we're collecting I'm collecting Kiss and you're collecting Pink Floyd but if we talk about the collector aspect that first pressing that first time when 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 you listen to that band for the first time your your feelings and and, and your emotions that came rushing through your whole body and and you still today remember those feelings when you put that vinyl record on your turntable and, and you let that needle drop mm -hmm. and you say, fuck me, I'm the happiest camper in the world. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you listen to Pink Floyd or you listen to the Beatles or Stones or The Doors, Jefferson Alpers, Aaron, Aaron Butterfly. I don't care, but it's that feeling when you get when you get together and talk about music per se, when you talk about mm -hmm. collecting, listening, and sitting down and letting a fucking record play from the first song to the last. Because that's what you do when you listen to a vinyl record. You don't skip any fucking songs. You listen to <laughs> that shit from start to finish. So, and that's the beauty of it all. That's the beauty of it all. It is. <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. Yeah, you see? Oh, man. You see? So, so, the Rolling Stones. Got it. We, we're going to get into like guitar, guitar oriented rock right oh, now. Oh, man. Stuff that just like kind of straight out rock and roll, maybe got a little bit of blues influence, but it's mostly just flat out rock and roll. That's the thing too. You can't categorize any of these bands really. No, I, mean, no. I, I tried, <clears throat> yeah. but you know, you talk about the stones. Well, on one hand, they're just, you know, they've got just these rock and roll songs. And then you got some stuff that is definitely, you know, heavily influenced by the blues. And yeah. it's like, you can't, it, it just, so these bands were all over the place back then. And that's, that's what I think, like going back to what you just said, you can appreciate all this stuff because these guys could play almost anything and be influenced by anything. Yeah, right. I know. And, and it's so 
And the Stones was another band that that I, again, I had a friend. Oh, you got to get into the Stones. I'm like, uh, no, the fuck I don't. Fuck you. I don't have to get into anything. Fuck you. I got Metallica. What the fuck do I need the Rolling Stones for? Because again, it was it was oh, all beautiful. that that more recent stuff. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, and then I heard Painted Black. And mm-hmm. started hearing the old stuff. I'm like, fucking Painted Black is still my favorite Rolling Stones song. Mm-hmm. I can't get enough of that song. And then, you know, once you hear that, then, you know, it's, again, that, that stuff that they released in the 80s was not representative of the Rolling Stones. No. I don't think. No. You know, so once you go back, it's just, I mean, the Stones, come on. Yeah. Right. I'm. I mean, it's it's talking about a band th- that went out and did what Elvis did in the U.S. They did in 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 the U.K. Getting all the black music into the wide audience. I mean, th- I mean, the, those first, if I m- remember correctly, those first albums that that they were mostly cover songs. Or, or songs that had been written by black musicians like Willie Dixon and 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 Rufus, Rufus Thomas, I think, and and oh, of course Chuck Berry for crying out loud! Oh yeah, uh, Chuck yeah, Berry, yeah, uh, and and keeping that real and talking about well, okay, so oh, what great music you're you're writing? No, it, this is isn't our music. It, it's it's the the black music it's 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 coming from the blues these are great blues musicians that that made this and we made a couple of songs in there but mostly our songs are 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 us trying to, to justify the, the 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 black the black people's music i mean from the blues and and the, the soul and 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 whatnot and those first albums were a lot of well, I mean Solomon Burke. I remember uh, Marty Waters, of course, because he's he's in that mix later on. Also, they mm-hmm. they um, did collaborations with with Marty and and so forth. And and I think Chuck Berry comes and goes also. So it's it's all great. And and for me, for me, the Rolling Stones is rock and roll. I I I mentioned this to you before i i mean gimme shelter once again gimme shelter is one of the best rock and roll songs ever made for me a, a if you're talking about rock and roll per se it's it's mm-hmm. fucking i mean it's i mean the stones man don't get me started <laughs> i'm on the well, roll we did. Here. yeah we did. i know we i already know did. Right. keep yeah. going keep going man. tell us how you really feel man <laughs> You mentioned, uh, I mean, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry before, and mm-hmm. then you got the same. I mean, they took what what Jagger and and Keith Richards had and made it right. happening in the seventies or and eighties. I mean, you can't beat Mick Jagger and Keith Richards when it comes to rock and roll. I mean, that dude, fucking guitar, Keith Richards. What is it? Like eighty years old? He looks so fucking cool still. He looks like a rock and roll dude. I mean, I mean, he's he's all all face is grumpy and 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 full of, I mean, whatnot. But 
Ah, mayonnaise. Well, so the dude's free. been through shit. Man. Yeah, seriously. Falling I mean, out of pal- palm hell. trees and and drinking like whiskey and and uh, and <laughs> I mean, fuck me. But oh, it's still fuck. now. If that's not a blues song, falling out of palm trees and drinking whiskey, you that see? sounds like one of the best blues songs ever, right? I know, I know, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. And oh, and while hell. he was falling down, he, he's saying, "I can't get no satisfaction." <laughs> we see. Oh, okay. But oh, still, wow, I, I mean, wow. it's yeah, it's a low point. I know, but we're having a good time. So drinking a lot of whiskey. We are, man. Okay, yeah. sure. Well, you gotta have whiskey. Cheers. Skull. Skull. <laughs> there we go. I mean, satisfaction and 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 like you you mentioned, I mean, they taking it to a different level, writing their own song, starting as as the Beatles did, like a, with with cover songs. Before moving in and writing their own shit, I mean, what could go wrong? I mean, they had practice. They did it from scratch. They learned how how the the black blues musicians play their music, and they wrote songs similar to that for a white mm-hmm. audience, but still didn't forget about the black community. Made Muddy Waters come back. Up on stage in front of a, like sixty thousand people playing Muddy Water songs, getting Willie Dixon to to do something similar and and whatnot, and that's that's fucking respect for Rolling Stone as a band, but the respect to the 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 black music that that like forged what became rock and roll and metal music in the end. Okay, I'll rest my case. There you go. Mic drop. There you go. So basically what you're saying is the stones suck and oh, that they should have never come you. around, right? That's what <laughs> you... <laughs> uh, So talking about bands that have never should have come around, let's talk about Cream right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to talk about Cream and Eric Clapton. I mean, come on. Or do we? Can we just maybe... Let's... In in recent I mean, events, in recent events, I would say we're not giving our time to Eric Clapton anymore. I would mention the Cream as a great band. They did some really cool stuff back in the day. We mentioned them mm-hmm. as together with the Kinks and so forth. Mm-hmm. But right. okay, moving along. Not moving gonna, along. Yeah, not going to spend it. I mean, Eric no. Clapton just overrated. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We don't, I mean, with with a guy like that today, 2021, talking about shit that it's not worth. He just worthy. doesn't deserve it. No, 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 it's not worth it. We don't, no, cut him, cut him out of cut, this. Cut, yeah. cut, okay. Yes. All right. So what about the animals? We got to talk about the animals, man, because I feel like. The animals never really get brought up a lot yet. I feel like they were pretty influential. The animals are not a band that I would go, okay, you know what? I'm going to listen to the animals right now. But when I do on the rare occasions that the animals come on the radio or whatever, um, you, you gotta, you gotta appreciate the range of these guys. 
you know, Eric Burden, his fucking voice. I mean, you talk about the blues. He's got this bluesy, hard voice that just kind of works for almost every song they do. They're mostly known for House of the Rising Sun, of course, which wasn't even their song. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those songs that nobody knows where the fuck it came from. Nobody knows who wrote it. It's It has origins like 200, 300 years ago, a 1,000 years ago, depending on who you want to talk to. Um, one of my favorite songs, though, is Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. That song right there, I think, screams 60s. And it's also like it's been covered so many times. And it, there's really not a bad cover of that song because I feel like the, the, the song is so good. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and we have I, to ma- uh, we have to mention Chas Chandler, man, who discovered mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the animals for me. Uh, okay, this the music. Oh, <laughs> but Chas, fucking hell! I mean, yeah, discovering. Yeah. Hey, there's a dude over here. He plays the guitar really good. Uh, let, let's go over and see him. Fucking Jimi Hendrix, man. Fucking hell! You see, there's never been anybody like him. No, I mean. No. Blows Eric Clapton out of the fucking water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shouldn't yeah. mention that, dude. We should mention. I mean, for me. But Jimmy th- Hendrix. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Let it rip, man. What do you think about Jimmy? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about Jimmy in, in, in a later episode when we get into the 70s. But Jimmy yeah. Hendrix, I mean, I feel like he really tried. I think the thing about Jimmy was the reason why it took him so late to really get going was people in the United States just didn't get him. For whatever reason. But that guy Morons. was oh, just so. Yeah, I know. He had to go to the UK and get popular there and then come back. But yeah, yeah I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy was awesome. He was. MC5. I mean, you, you've Holy talked about MC5. Wow. MC5 has come up when we talked to, to other bands. Yeah. You know, being an influence. I mean, talk about rock and roll, man. Yeah. Rock and roll. I know. I know. You and I have been following a band. Uh, Actually, from my neck of the woods, called Liar Thief Bandit. They got the MC5 vibe going on. I mean, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's do. it's still going on to this day. Everybody's yeah. doing th- that one way or the other. I mean, MC5, fucking me, that's straight up rock and roll right there. <laughs> Jesus Good stuff. Christ! When when I mean when you hear Wayne Kramer going on, I, I mean, holy shit! I remember <laughs> seeing them. Them performing live on 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 TV, I, I one of those like concerts. I think I I mean, holy shit! I mean that was something else. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I and it's hard hard to categorize. Also, it's 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 heavy. It's 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 big. I mean, talking about the origins of punk rock music, right there. I mean, it's, yeah, actually, it's, that's a good point. I never yeah. really think about that, but yeah, they are. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, and the energy and the songs, man. Woo-hoo. There we good go. Good shit. It is. Good shit. Yeah. All right, so we got to so, talk about doo-wop, one of your favorite genres of oh, all time. You, oh, doo-wop. Do we have to? Okay. Sixties doo-wop. Sixties right? doo-wop. Right. No, fuck 60s doo-wop, except mm-hmm. for one band. Yes. One band. We have to talk about this band because I still feel like even to this day, people do not know about this. Mm-hmm. And I did not know until, I guess, a couple years ago. 
but we have to talk about a band called Ronnie and the Prophets. Mm-hmm. Doo-wop band out of the 60s. It's just like any other doo-wop band, except that the Ronnie in Ronnie and the Prophets is Ronnie James Dio. Oh. The metal fucking legend, Ooh. right? And so we have to mention them, right? I mean, you yeah, talk about... There's a lot of great singers out there, but when it comes to, like, the metal voice, is there anybody that has more of a metal voice than Ronnie James Dio? I, I would say not, not only that. I mean, the range of his voice, it's not – I mean, I bet that dude could sing everything. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean – I mean, it's doo-wop. doo-wop. I mean, you listen yeah. to this doo-wop stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're like, and you you can hear it. I mean, Ronnie's got a certain flavor that's unmistakable no matter yeah. what he sings. But yeah. you're right. You listen to this doo-wop stuff, and it's like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking Ronnie James Dio. It is. It is. <laughs> and you're right. His fucking range is just insane. It's, oh, my God. It's everything from the lows to the highs to the doo-wop. I mean, yeah. the blues. The, the guy can sing. Listen to the stuff that he did with Elf. Listen to the, mm-hmm. the early stuff that he he did with with Rainbow and and with Sabbath. I mean Stargazer. And you got like oh I god, mean, Stargazer. Die, die Young, <laughs> and you got like Turn Up the Night, and, and and I mean there is so much stuff going on in his voice. The range of that dude, and. And going into his own band D, which is like more metal. I mean, that, fuck me, he could sing everything. He was like the greatest ever. I think he had, I I think if you think of top five singers, regardless of genre, I think he's got to be right up there in the top five. I mean, I think, I I know you'll disagree with me on this one, but Freddie Mercury, I think, is in the top five. I think you you look at some of these old uh, musicians from the 20s and the 30s. I think you know, um, even from a performer standpoint, I, I think there, there's so many great vocalists out there. But Ronnie James Dio, he's just he's right up there. And I feel like yeah. maybe he he's he, he could even be number one. Yeah, he, he could very well be the best yeah. singer we've I, experienced. I, I I wouldn't disagree at all. I mean, talking about <laughs> remembering where he came from. I mean, the roots that he bore with him. I mean, talking about, <clears throat> like like you said, starting out in the 60s with Ronnie and the Prophets and developing from there and taking everything in as he moved along, mm-hmm. as he did Elf and he did Rainbow and he did Sabbath and then his own band. I mean, mm-hmm. he kept it true to the roots of 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 the music w- with the origin that that he came from i mean damn yeah well yeah you listen to uh judy's theme for Ronnie and the prophets it's an unreleased song and we'll put that up on the youtube playlist um you can really hear that early ronnie metal voice starting to come out even though it's a little bit of doo-wop it's that pop you can really hear him like he's really just letting it out just a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I got to sing a little metal. I got to do it a little bit. And it just, it, it just sort of sneaks out just, just a little bit. Yeah. And it's, but you listen to that and it's just, it's so, it's so awesome. And yeah, it's just, 
Uh, what a great time for music. Again, yeah. we can sit here and talk about doo-wop yeah. and actually be happy about it. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's, be positive about but it. But it's Ryan James Dio. What, what's not to like? I mean... Well, fucking, yeah. Yeah, you see? Okay. Let's, now... Yeah. Okay. T- t- uh, going to another great voice. Yeah, and I know course. everybody listening, you're like, how the fuck have you guys not mentioned this band yet? Led Zeppelin. Robert yeah. Plant. All right. There but we go. We were... Uh, my wife and I, Kate, or my wife Kate and I, yes, I can talk right. Um, <laughs> we we were in the car and we we turned the radio on and radio sucks here in Idaho, but th- there is one station that does plays good music every now and then, and uh, they had Cashmere on. Oh, and my wife loves Cashmere. She's not a big Zeppelin fan, but she does like that song. She like you know, there's mm. like anybody. There's a handful of Zeppelin songs she likes. And Cashmere is just one of those fucking songs that is just so, you talk about the blues. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking blues song. I know the right? way Robert Plant sings that mm. is just so bluesy and so heavy and just so oh my god and it's stuff like you know we, we mentioned a whole lot of love in the first episode being potentially a a metal song. Mm-hmm. You know his singing and the guitar work with Jimmy Page is just yeah, that band. They, you know, one of the the criticisms of Zeppelin is well they stole from everybody. But, and but I'd argue, didn't? well, doesn't everybody steal <laughs> from everybody anyway? <laughs> I mean, you know. They got sued for Stairway to Heaven and all that crap. And it's like, come on. But Zeppelin was a magical band. And I really think they really showcased the 60s. And they they took everything that was in the 60s and put it sort of into one band. I mean, the musicianship. I mean, you got like Bonham, John Bonham on drums. I, I, I mean, John Paul Jones on bass guitar, Jimmy Page for crying out loud. And then you got Robert. I mean, it's it's man, oh man, that band. I mean, from mm-hmm. the, like the first first album that they released. I mean, Jesus. I mean, oh my God, talking about a debut was... album right there. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah, they 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 came out strong, man. Yeah, they 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 came out strong, and they didn't fucking. Pull any punches. They just no, no, hey, no, we're no. gonna we're go, we're gonna kick your ass and you're gonna fucking like it. Yeah, you see. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I dig oh, it. I dig. Yeah, we're we're in the sixties, and the the first album didn't. That was released sixty nine, wasn't it? Yeah, I have to look. Yeah, it I think sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah. 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 Because Zeppelin two came out in seventy. I think. Yeah. 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 Because we just did the uh, the the yeah the fifty year anniversary a couple yeah, years of ago course. For that. Yeah, so, yeah 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 and, yeah and and the songs i mean good times bad times you got dazed and confused you got i mean black mountain side communication breakdown for crying out loud holy crap <laughs> yeah <laughs> i so i mean but but you the songs you just mentioned man you, you just think about that you got a little bit of country a little bit of folk mm-hmm. you got blues you got heavy rock you got i mean w- come on you got a little bit of everything in that yeah yeah on that record yeah and, oh, and one of my favorite songs oh i have to mention this how many more times that was oh, the first song that i ever heard with them how many more times, more times? Oh, talk the about the blues that you want to do 
Ah, oh, fuck me, man. man. I, mean, I swear, Plant's <clears throat> voice, he, if there was ever a white guy that had the blues voice, it was Robert Plant. That dude had. Yeah. I swear to God, man. That I know, right? Voice. Like, how many more times? Um, the, the cover of Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. Oh, my oh, God. That's just so oh, epic. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Zeppelin's version of Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You is yeah. just epic. And, and they, they mean, did what the Stones did also. They they, they play songs from, from, from like, the, the original Blues Monsters, Willie Dixon mm-hmm. and, 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 and whatnot. And, and they didn't hide that either they talked about where it all came from where they got their inspiration and and oh my god (laughs) how many more times oh fuck yeah we got play it out yeah yeah i mean i'm gonna have to listen to that record now man yeah you see it's nuts Right yeah. there. I'm gonna go make lunch after after we record the show. I'm gonna go pop that on, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's such a great record. There's not a bad song on it, and even their worst record is still better than a lot of records that some bands put out. Like yeah, Post I know, Malone, right? right? <laughs> you had to go there. <laughs> I had to, but you know, we're you know we're we're talking about the blues, and and, yeah. and I feel like you, you it's not rock, but it it kind of is. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to talk about Ray Charles. Oh, and, yeah. You know, Ray Charles was one of those guys that I didn't really like. Mm-hmm. And you're going to laugh at this. And everybody mm-hmm. out there you're listening, you're going to laugh at this too. There's a movie called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm-hmm. And if you've not seen it, it's a fucking great movie. It's a, it's Thanksgiving. It's a perfect Thanksgiving movie. So uh, it, it, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And there's a Ray Charles song in that and it's do the mess around ah. and uh you know it's it's a scene with john candy and he's like rocking out to these like playing the piano on the the front of the car and stuff you know on the dashboard and it, it's just it's a great scene and i'm like oh i fucking love that song and i had no idea who did it and i i looked it up because it was such a great song Turns out it's Ray Charles. So start listening to Ray Charles. And, you know, Ray Charles is so awesome. You know, we've talked about the Blues Brothers before. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and that's how I discovered Ray. Right. You know, and all this stuff. And just Ray Charles in that blues, bluesy rock, you know, it, it's sort of like uh, as much as I'm not a fan at all, Jerry Lee Lewis, he still had that bluesy rock and roll kind yeah. of blend if you will yeah and so ray charles you got to throw up there with the influence and and aretha franklin now i i don't know as though i'd put aretha in rock she's very soul i feel like more soul more gospel more Mm. blues but talk about voices Mm. right she's up there in the top five yeah yeah even today even today you hear her voice yeah kind of crazy i know right it's it's nuts uh, so and, yeah, and I have to mention because because I think that I forgot about him, uh, which is pretty sad to to come to think about it. <laughs> we have to mention Little Richard. We have to mention yeah. him. Do we? Do we have to mention Little Richard? I think we have. I mean, to. he was such a he was such a a a, 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 a small dick back in the day, right? <laughs> I know, but but it's 
a, a lot of bands mention him as an influence. They do. So, they yeah. do. He, and he James was a big Brown. influence. Yeah. Oh, James Brown. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I could never get in. Those are two that huge names, huge influences. I just couldn't get into either one of them. No, but 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 yeah. still, we have to mention them. I mean, but I I much rather listen to to Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin, though. But but it's it's yeah, up there. I would too. Yeah, I yeah, agree. yeah. But yeah. it's it's so much yeah. great stuff. I mean, I mean, listen to. I mean. Just to backtrack some, I mean, you, we got the Stones and we got Zeppelin and, and, and the Purple and we talked about the Doors. I mean, it's all blues influenced rock and roll. It's, it's mm -hmm. so cool to see uh, that you can, uh, when you listen to, to, to those bands and, 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 and they're like the first albums that, that they released, it's, you can backtrack it fr from like, Early roots on on the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen from from the 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 I mean, sad to say the the Cotton's Field of, of Mississippi and the Delta and so mm -hmm. forth, and and you can hear them going on and paying respect to that great folk music called the blues, mm -hmm. and and it's oh man, oh man, it's awesome. It is. It is. It's awesome. We got to switch gears right now, and we got to mm -hmm. talk about one of the I feel is like one of the early punk bands, like the one of the premier early punk bands, and mm -hmm. it's the Stooges. Oh, the Stooges! Oh man! <laughs> I oh, mean, come on, damn. come on! Is ah. that like I want to be your dog? That's a oh. fucking great record. I love that record. It's I, like come it's, on. It's nineteen sixty nine. Okay. Right across <laughs> the USA. Fuck me, Iggy Pop, man. Damn. Good stuff. Good it stuff, is. man. It is. Yeah. I mean, and that's that. That's like, just look at all that stuff we talked about, man, yeah. in the last hour or so. Yeah. You know? It's, it's all that different kind of music that was around back then. Yeah. And it was just all good. And it all worked together, even in its mix of flavors and feels yeah. and tones and everything yeah. it all just fucking worked together you <clears throat> could sit there and listen to led zeppelin as well as ronnie and the prophets yeah and and, <laughs> and, and the deep stooges purple. and the purple and, the and the zeppelins and so forth but it's 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 it dawned on me right now because we're, we're we're building up something here and it's fun because Every other aspect that we do on 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 common episodes, we go back and 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 talking about the studious and Zeppelin and and the Purple being inspirations to other bands. I mean, the mm -hmm. studious aim that's the beginning of a punk rock music, like you said, and then we're. I mean, it's we could find everything in there. I mean, an early rock and roll, mm -hmm. and you, we can move on to to Zeppelin and and the Purple and so forth. And it's we're putting it. It's uh, it's uh. I mean, we're coming and going and talking about all this great music, and it's man, oh man. And if you haven't heard it, I mean, go check it out. It's it's all great well, stuff. 
And we've got a playlist, so we're gonna yeah. we've got this playlist for season five mm-hmm. that's gonna have all this kind of songs, all like all our favorites, like all our favorite Zeppelin songs mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, um, we're gonna have on there some Ronnie and the Prophets. Yeah, um, and we've got it on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, and on YouTube. So mm-hmm. YouTube is gonna have probably a little more because there's a lot of more of the bootleg stuff, unreleased stuff that people have put up on YouTube. So we're going to throw that up there. So YouTube might be your best bet to watch Mm -hmm. or listen rather Mm -hmm. watch and listen. Um, But yeah, if you've got Apple music or Spotify, you can crank it up there and and we'll have mostly the same tracks. It's going to be a lot of fun. So it's going to be awesome. Rock out to and go back and enjoy the era that is the 60s, 70s and 80s as we go through and we'll update it with each new episode as we go on. So yeah, if you listened to it last week, go back and listen to it again this week because we're going to have more songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Make it happen. Make it happen. Bitches. <laughs> or I'll make you listen to fucking Post Malone. Go listen ah. to him. Don't, don't, don't piss me off. Go listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. And with that, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Any last words before we bail? Yeah. Go and, and check out our Instagram account. It's at Samsung Vinyl. And you can check out our webpage. It's SamsungVinyl.com. And we're on Facebook also. So hit us up and and DM us and, and let us know what you think. And if we missed something, and just drop us a line and, and we'll talk about it. All right. That's it. That? That's it. Later. Yeah. Later. This has been Sounds on Vinyl, hosted by Mike Svensson and Bill Boyer. But it doesn't have to end. Join the Sounds on Vinyl community at soundsonvinyl.com forward slash community for exclusive content, music documentaries, chats, and more. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Boozhound Music in cooperation with Boozhound Entertainment. Thanks for listening and all your motherfucking support.